Comics. Movies. Music. Video games. Technology. Blu-ray. Television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet. No GPS. No text messages. No podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fear the Walking Dead TV podcast, episode 270. This is Russ. I'm back. Hey, he's back. Hey, we're going... Russ, I'm so glad to have you back, man. I had to do the recap, the Tobies, and the advertisement last week. And that was a lot of yakking on my part. I'm sure people got I think tired all of, three of us kind tired of pitched in on the advertisement now. Okay. So. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I only Don't did you dare roll me into the ads. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not shilling on this. <laughs> too much of an artist. Yeah. Anyway. For all I, those was, people, I was right? out looking for the refinery in West Texas last weekend. So, Oh, well, good for you. Um, did you tell Logan where it was? I, I did, yes. Okay. I, was the uh, I can't wait for my favorite uh, board game to come to life, spawned from Fear of the Walking Dead, Don't Spill the Oil. It involves child labor where they have to keep the oil refineries moving, um, but you have to watch out for that pesky Logan who gets in the way all the time. <laughs> it's I a role-playing know. game. <laughs> I'd just like to uh, say to all the people who've been saying that nothing has been happening for the last few episodes, here's an episode for you. <laughs> <laughs> stuff happened. Look at all the stuff, stuff that happened, happened episode. <laughs> stuff, yeah. yeah, stuff yeah. What, what surprised me the most about this episode, to me, that was absolutely amazing, is apparently several years into the zombie apocalypse, the Earth's rotation has actually sped up. Because now it goes from day to night to day just like that. It's crazy. It had a jarring cut in there. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yes, yes. How, fa- how fast is he shooting these bullets? <laughs> What's going on here? Yes. So we're here to talk about uh, Fear of the Walking Dead Season 5, Episode 13, Leave What You Don't. Um, and so... I could leave this episode because I don't need it. Man, harsh. I'll say this, because I I do think the episode has some big problems, but I also like the whole, the band all reunited kind of thing that was going on towards the end of this episode. Yeah. Mostly. Um, Alright, so... I gotta gotta say, I love the the, uh, Billy Jack hat that uh, Dillahunt is rocking. Heck yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That Billy Jack hat is sweet. And I kind of like Ginny. I don't. Really? I think she's the chick from... uh... Kind of hilarious to me. She was in Daredevil. She was in the. She was in the boys, and she was in the first season of Daredevil. She was like the neighbor, or not Daredevil. Yeah. Um, Jessica Jones. Jessica oh Jones, yeah, sorry. yeah. She yeah. and her and her and her brother who's still on the show. Or her boy, she's in the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Um, yeah, she's she's been popping up in a few things. I will but, say I'm not a huge fan of the. At the same time, she's more interesting than many other characters. <laughs> so yeah, it's like, all go. right, okay. The actress's name is Colby Minifee. So oh, I was going to say she is a less violent female Negan. That's that's what I took from it so far. <laughs> and 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 whatever that accent she's trying to rock is does not work. It sounds terrible. I don't know. There was just I liked 
nothing about her character. There was an accent? I didn't notice an accent. I, I, I didn't know like it, it was a weird, really... Me- it's like, my mother's from Pennsylvania, yet when she talks to people that around her where she lives in Texas, she gets this really fake southern draw, and it sounds just like that. It drives me up the wall. And I don't know, I just... Nothing about that character. This whole entire, quote, plot line, end quote, is shit. So... I don't know. If it weren't for our podcast, this would be the last episode I watch because it is just terrible. Wow. Like, like here's an exercise for you out there. Watch it with closed captions on. It is amazing how much worse the dialogue is when you actually read it out because it is just so bad. The writing. Like, what happened? Season four was such a turnaround and it was so great they even led into the first half of this season with some good stuff it was a little drawn out but it was good and then it's like it's like they found the refinery and they've joined the zombies and jumping off the cliff because what the hell i i don't get it i don't understand they've wasted actors they've wasted our time i still don't understand what the purpose of the back half of the season they make some really effed up decisions in in everything that they do. I don't get it. I just don't. <laughs> I'm certainly not as down as Rich seems to be. I'm not going to say that it's been a tip top season for certainly in this back half. Even the first half has some rough patches as well. But I I think what's getting me by is that I don't think they're wasting the actors. I do think that the performances that we're getting out of everybody are pretty spot on. It's just a matter of the story that's being told around them that I think's a little. So was the point. I think that was the point actually that Chubb made last week is that like the characters themselves are interesting, but what they're doing and having them do is not. Yeah, like I think Logan yeah. has been a terrible villain, but I do think Matt Frewer has made a meal out of the performance. Right, and you know, like June and John, I, I really like them as a couple and everything, but what they've had them do in the show has not been incredible. You know, I mean, it's just like I, I can't, like I guess I can't remember if it was, if it, if it was uh, Aaron or. Um, Oh, no, you weren't here last week, Aaron. If it was was Darryl, oh, okay, if it was Aaron or, or Chubb who said it last week, but, like, the characters, as they're portrayed, is great. But what they're, they're, the script is putting them through and having them do in their actions and stuff is not. Does that make yeah. any sense? It makes yeah. sense, yeah. I mean, I was, yes, I was definitely here last week because I wanted to talk all about that's the, right, that's the, right. su- the super Jewish episode yes, of Fear the Walking Dead. You helped us with the, the pronunciations there. Yes. Yeah. And then, like, and then Preacher last night's like, we're going to have a whole scene involving Hasidic Jews. So I'm like, I haven't watched of, that yet. Get sure. a lot of Jew love on AMC right now, so I'm not feeling too bad about it. <laughs> I don't know. I feel, I feel that you get a more valuable Matt Frewer performance out of a 1980s Coca-Cola Max Headroom commercial than you have out of this entire season of him in this show. I, they wasted him. It was a complete waste. And I was so excited when they were sitting there and they were getting to that redemption piece at the end of this episode and everything else. I was actually getting excited, like, okay, now we're going to set up, we're going to do something interesting with this character. And, uh, no. Let, let's introduce Annie Oakley with the bad southern draw instead. No, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, you did theorize that he was working for somebody. I mean, right. <laughs> I mean yes, but not also, not her, not her. <laughs> like not like this, not like this, not like this. Like not and like the stuff with Luciana, just all of it is bad, just bad. On that note, <laughs> let's get to the recap. Here's the recap. 
That was Richard's recap. Yeah, that was Richard's recap. <laughs> but who cares what yeah. we think? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so the episode starts with a flashback to Logan, and he's very happy. He's leaving his box. He's uh, sharpening he's, his claws. He's rehealing himself. Yes. Classic Logan. Classic. With the little girl is with him. Yeah. <laughs> um, he ends up getting a call from somebody named Serena on the radio and that she needs help and she's in a kind of a really bad spot and he asks her where she is and she tells him and Logan realizes he's he's too far away so he tries to reach out to Clayton and Clayton, slash polar bear yeah polar bear yeah um, of course Clayton doesn't answer and right away we kind of know okay this is after Sarah and Wendell have taken his rig and and uh, hauled ass. Um, so Clayton tries to, or Logan tries to get there himself, realizing he can't get a hold of Clayton, and uh, he doesn't make it in time. He gets, he goes in, and she's being eaten by a, a bunch of zombies. And he's really, it's re- it's really affected him. Like he's really upset about it. I mean, he kind of he yeah. breaks down, starts crying. Um, he's he's really he re- it really affected him. Second Serena loss of the weekend. Nice. So, this is, we're getting backstory on Logan, uh, which is like, okay, good, I guess, and gives Fruer some, you know, room to stretch. At the same time, we still don't have enough to go on, like, why is he breaking down this much? I mean, it's been like, it's not like the apocalypse was yesterday, guy. I, like it's been a while. Zombies have presumably taken away a lot of your life already. Like this is the one that some random some rando. So it's like a, if there was more to his life that we learned about to kind of tap into why he's breaking down this much. I feel like I could have appreciated this a bit more. But he's just yeah, like I guess yeah. this is this is the straw that broke the the oil rigs back. I guess and that's it. Yes. So that's goes, what I was thinking. I was, like, I was just like, yeah. okay, like I get that that's sad. It's like, why is it this sad? Yeah. Uh, so then he he goes outside and he sees five people ride up on horses, decked out in Western gear. And the note I have is, it looks like they just came out of Central Casting for uh, you know some unknown, some unnamed Western. <laughs> is this where they're filming Buster Scruggs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and so the lady that that's the leader, her it says her name is Ginny, um, and of course yeah. that, be, that becomes more uh, more important later on as we get to it. Do we? I mean, right here at this point, are we like she's part of the helicopter people? Like, is that like what we're thinking? I've had that was one of the thoughts uh, I had, but I thought that or this could be just another group or who knows. So. I think at this point in the episode, I was thinking helicopter people because, I mean, that's kind of going to be what they have to sell for the movie, right? It's going to have to be some of that from little column A, little column B for the you know helicopter people in either series. Now, I've heard that group referred to as the CRM. Have you guys heard that? I've, I've heard this. I just don't know what it stands for. <laughs> okay, I was me neither. That's why I was like, do you know what that is? Okay. Central Reptile Mediation. Ah, oh, they're getting ready to build Jurassic Park because zombies aren't enough danger. Okay. So um, they'll, they'll build zombie-eating dinosaurs and thus oh, get rid of all the walkers. Now right? that could turn this show around. Give me a meeting with Blumhouse. <laughs> you know, I'm looking it up now on the Walking Dead wiki, and it doesn't seem to have a discernible <laughs> reason why it's called CRM. Do they call it that on the wiki? 
I, it, it's just some organ. Well, yeah, there's a, it's a, it's the, the CRM page, like on the wiki. Oh. It's just okay. an organization, but there's no like, it's not like, it's not an acronym. Like, I so I don't know why, where this, unless this is on the helicopter, which I assume that has to be, like, has to be that, right? I don't know what their other reason they would mm-hmm. say CRM. Caught, caught Rick. Master. No, no, um, I don't know. Yeah. Carl Rick Michelle. And they're called customer relationship managers. Mm. <laughs> well, yeah. Like Salesforce is a CRM, you know. I mean, but yes, that, I, I like that's I prefer complete different thing. <laughs> I prefer I prefer saying helicopter people because that's just more fun. So that's what I'm yeah. going to keep calling them. <laughs> yeah. Me too. I'm with Carl. you on that. I'm just curious as to what CRM stands. Yeah, it's not on the hell. Like I see a picture of the hell. This is a great wiki page, except for the definition of CRM. Apparently, because <laughs> it's like there's no CRM on the helicopter. All there's right. A well, you guys simple. continue. I'm going to do some research. You Carl's, do that. It stands for Carl's Rock and Mullet. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That was the previous name of his band. That's right. That was the first name of his band was Carl's Rock and Mullet. So you guys had his haircut. So. All right. So then we cut to the cold open, uh, and this one has the, uh, I guess it's the the tank fire, the fire yeah. underneath the tank for their cooking their, uh, cooking their oil. Yeah, and they're burning the child labor laws. Yes. Yes. It's the, uh... Tsk, tsk. <laughs> So we cut back after after the break, and uh, I I must say I do like the fact that they had the zombies working the pump. Oh uh, yeah, you know Conan style, uh, you know turning the turning the wheel. That was pretty. That was fun. great. Oh, I agree. Yeah, that, that was good stuff. I I despite the fact that I'm not sure why the children are the ones that they needed to have work this place. I was all yeah. about the process that they used to get the things going. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Use them as tools. Yeah, because like, children working in a in a bootleg ass oil ref- a gas refinery that's safe. You want to get them exposed to the toxins early so they build up a resistance. Up yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, I, it's funny because I was looking at that set and I'm like, man, this all looks like it's about to just go really south really fast. Like every, everything's, you know, stuff's on fire. There's stuff, op- you know, open vats of, of oil and gas. There's you know, everybody. It looks like the kind of thing that causes Mad Max. Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, like... <laughs> it's like in 100 years it'll be Mad Max. Yeah. yeah. All right. This comes from the Inquisitor. It stands for uh, contamination or containment radiation management. Fair. Sounds legit. Yeah. Right. I have no idea why, nor, nor does this article know why, but that's what they say it stands for. I mean, I was curious if like Commonwealth would be a word that would come in there, which is yeah, maybe things that are coming up comic wise and show show prime wise. But I mean, I can't entirely be sure, so I'll. The radiation on the helicopter kind of rings brings that home for me, so sure, go with that. Mm-hmm. Commonwealth of Rick and Maggie. There you go. <laughs> yeah, so the things are moving along here at the oil refinery, and it's all its Mad Max glory. Um, you have Luciana and what's his name, Wendell. Yes, and and Wendell is getting tired of tank duty. He wants somebody else to to run in, so he can kind of go do something different. Yeah, I'd be tired too. I'm in a wheelchair and I got to sit in the hot, sweaty oil rig all day. You put me in a truck. <laughs> when I get, how did I sign up for this job? I want to be back in the truck mother. with the air conditioning in the open road. Yeah, he's got a great big convoy. Of course he does. Convoy. Convoy. I'll break your big friend this here's a duck. And now you want to back off them hogs? 
So of course they uh, they see some unwelcome visitors are headed their way in a in a rig that isn't Sarah's rig, and uh, so they they come busting through the gate. Uh, there's a car behind them. Logan gets out. You know everybody's got guns drawn, and Logan says that uh, they want all the gas. <laughs> they should have shot Luciana. Should have shot him right there. Right then. Yes, we might have lost a person or two, but this was just like I don't know. And I mean, a person, don't a person fire or two gun. is they're, they're all kids. <laughs> I mean, so yeah. it's like just walk away and leave uh, the gasoline. Yeah, just walk they weren't away all kids because they had uh, what was uh, they had Clayton's two guys that were there and everything else. So no, I don't know. I don't know. I just I felt like like the tension here was too high for what the situation really was because it was him and that chick and then them i don't know i just should she should have pulled the trigger i hear you at the same time i i mean as far as this there are other things in this episode that bug me and at this point i'm like well yeah the the show that i'm watching now does not say it's not the other it's not the we've, we've talked about this plenty on this show at this point like this show is different from The Walking Dead as far as the actions characters take, where it's not a shoot for his... It's not Rick. It's not shoot for We're his... We're here to help people. Yeah. Yeah. You want to help the person that has tried to kill you over and over, or not kill you, but, you know, put you in danger. But that, that, I, when you say that, that, that doesn't make a difference, though, though, because he hasn't really tried to kill them over and over. He's been a, He's been a menace to some degree, but it does speak to the tone that he's had with these people on this show. So I can see why, yeah, I'm not going to take my, my gun out and risk the lives of the other people that are in my care so I can shoot this guy in the face, because that's just is not the show we're watching. And, and really, it's not this moment, but this is one of the oh, yeah, there's other, there's this other episode there's where, multiple where they should have pulled, a, <laughs> they should have shot. Like, this is the least of them, yes, I agree, but... It just it, it that's part of my biggest problem with this episode is that there were just too many points in the narrative that were just stupid, just dumb. And well, there's this too many fun. points that kind of lead to a I guess you know, hey, tension and pull out the guns. When you do that a bunch of times in one episode, yes, then there's a problem because it's like <laughs> the writers are writing the same thing. <laughs> it's like it all boils into one you know one ideal target as far as where the commercial break comes in or whatever. It's like, all right, there's, we do We can handle this, other, you know, take it in a different direction once in a while here. Yeah. So, um, then we cut back to Alicia and Strand, who they get a call for help that uh, is eerily similar to the call for help that uh, Logan got at the beginning of the episode. Um, and so they talk to June and John, and they're going to pass on trying to go to, to help this woman because they need to get back to the to the to gas town because they think that uh, Logan might know where the gas is, so they're they're a little concerned that maybe some some bad business is going down, which we already know uh, is definitely the case. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Strand and, and Alicia kind of have this exchange back and forth at the tree where he's a little skeptical, you know, ever, ever since what happened with Logan, where he purposely led them far away and and you know had all that trouble that. Uh, he's he's a little skeptical of 
you know, maybe when something sounds a little too perfect or too good, that maybe that's what's going on and they should not be so gung ho to, to run in there. And of course, Alicia is all about, you know, making sure they're, they stay on mission and, and they're helping people. So and I painting. Did, I, yeah, yeah, I did like the Alicia and strand through line in the episode. I, their part, for the most part, I did enjoy. Like, I'm really kind of liking what she's doing with the tree thing now. I mean, I'm still, I don't know, but yeah. I mean, none of the characters rub me the wrong way, necessarily, to how they're being used, but like, you know, like when John shows up, it's like, cool, he's got his gun out. Like, like they're doing the stuff that I like. If anything, like, Dwight oh, yeah. seems maybe, Dwight maybe on the other side is like, this guy, they've kind of neutered him. <laughs> he's kind yeah. Of just like, yeah, yeah, Dwight, yeah. Like, that, potentially that's part of here. my... That's part of my wasting characters comment is like, like yeah, and I can, and I can agree with that because it's like you have this guy who's a specific kind of person on the other show and you've brought him over here. Like they brought Morgan over and he was like the most Morgan when he brought when they brought him over here. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Dwight's kind of like, he's one of mine, Sherry. Like, I don't know, like what else there is for him to do. With well, and I understand his experiences changing him a little, but it's not made it any more interesting. Yeah. They, and they've neutered him. It's yeah, what it's it like there's no like. edge to this at any point. Oh, but like, his ba- but like, baby face. Yeah, yeah, he's but, clean. He's shaved. That's his character arc. Yeah. Well, the episode where he turns the gun on the dude in the back of the truck and everything like that was the that, most Dwight. That, yeah, <laughs> like I'm like, okay, yes, Dwight, and then nothing since. So I don't know. I really, I really wish they would just um, have more scenes with just the characters being the characters around one another and interacting. Yes. Rather than having to like constantly intrude with plot developments. And even in the one-off episodes like last week, it would have been great to get more into it. Uh, was it Peter Jacobson was the character actor? Yeah. Um, it would have been cool to get more into that character a little deeper, a little understand him a little better in relation to Charlie and everything like that, rather than, oh, we have a fence over here, and oh, no, it's breaking down, and the walkers are getting through and everything. It would just let those characters... And I feel this a lot about this show, and I, like I said, you know, it goes back to my earlier statement. I just wish they let the characters kind of work with each other a little more, rather than constantly in, intruding with, you know, now we're doing this, now we're doing this, now we're, you know what I mean? I, mean, I know, what you, these, I, I know, I know these what moments, you mean. I'm, I'm, had... Just to put a point on it real yeah, quick, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, and this moment with Alicia and Strand reminds me of that, you know, or these little things like you're talking about, like there's John with his gun or whatever like that. Just, you know, I, I wish you'd give the characters a little more room to be the characters rather than constantly impinging upon them with the story that doesn't seem to really make sense or be kind of interesting. I, with the caveat that, yes, it's not been the most sound of, like, constructed plots that override the whole season, I will say that the character, I mean, I hear what you're saying, Jim, and I don't think that, like, for last week, for example, with Peter Jacobson, definitely not Tony Shalhoub, I think the, <laughs> they've done the, I think they did, I mean, we all like the character, so I like to think they did do the job of establishing him well enough, given the story they are trying to tell, and it just has to give you some kind of sense of stakes, because, I mean, it is the Fear of the Walking Dead, like, it can't just it. be, like, a happy-go-lucky jaunt, like, and, I guess I, like just, I guess I just like the characters more than I like the show. That is what I'm saying as far as, yeah. yes, I agree that the story they're telling is not the best story they're telling. But I, I can't I can't say that I I'm not getting enough character stuff because I am getting a lot of character stuff because I will generally like the, especially these new characters. I like what Wes, what's his name? Wes, the other guy, the dreadlocks. Yeah, Wes. 
of the braids. Um, I like him. I like I like uh, the rabbi and the, the, the new this characters. He's kind of interesting. So it's like we'll see where all that goes. But like most of the characters that have joined the group have actually been interesting. It's everything else surrounding it that has just been. And like Jim said, it's what they have them doing. But I will say this episode did clue me into the fact that I could just sit and watch an hour of television of Dylan Hunt sniping with a repeater rifle over and over again, because that was great. There are good moments, but again, it's they're trying to pay off, like Jim said, these plot points, But and that would be fine if they were good, <laughs> but they're not. So I'd rather, like you two said, the characters are just not, they're not being used to their full potential. Fair enough. Although they did, you know, have the second worst use of protecting oneself in a refrigerator ever, but that's another story. So. How is how is how is how is the what I assume is the first one the worst since it worked? <laughs> that's all because, I'm saying. Because it did, did it really though? It did. <laughs> did it really though? Hey, he lived. <laughs> did <What>? he though? <laughs> Did you watch the rest of the movie? <laughs> yeah, it went downhill from there because that's the best scene in the movie. So there that's, you what that's what exactly the point I'm making. Yeah, so it's the Maybe best that's... use of using refrigerators. So that's what I'm saying. That and Eraser. Eraser has a good scene where Arnold has to put up a the refrigerator door and like then the bomb goes off and there's all these nails and they fly over the room and one nail gets stuck in his hand. He's like, ah, I'm Arnold and by screening, ah! And he has to pull the nail out of his nail in my hand. Ah! <laughs> Later, they'll have two rail guns. Eraser rocks, guys. That's what I'm saying. Eraser, 1986, Chuck Russell, classic. James Conn? James Conn in that one? James Conn and James. Okay, now I remember it. And James Coburn. They had two Jameses. Wow. And they're both badasses. Yeah, they had two Jameses. That blew my, like, 10-year-old mind. I was like, what? You could have two Jameses in a movie? We can barely contain one James on this podcast. Could you imagine two? I know. Anyway, this has been a racer cast. Let's get back to Fear of the Walking Dead. Plus, what else happened in this episode? I'm just disappointed both of you. Nobody said it, the, the lovely Vanessa Williams. Uh, oh, an eraser? Oh, oh yeah. I don't want to get distracted. Fair point. <laughs> See? <laughs> See, what <laughs> See what happened now? We lost Chubb. And if Daryl's actually on the line, we lost him too. <laughs> So uh, one of the uh, kind of getting back to what you guys were saying earlier, one of the things I had in my in my notes was while I get it because of the kids and everything else, I still feel like they were overtaken very easily. Like if if the whole purpose of you having a gate there and guns drawn on anybody that comes up, not not being you, you'd think as soon as they smash through the gate, they would just like open fire and let them have it. Right. Like, why would you wait for somebody to get out? Obviously, if they smash through your gate, they're not there to uh, to uh, exchange pleasantries. So yeah, they they relied pretty heavily on the well. If you can't find us, no problem here. Like yeah, that's, that was that seemed like their only defensive strategy. The fact that they didn't exactly know where they were. Yeah, so I was a little like mm, that seemed a little easy that they got overtaken given that they have a barrier for entry and. These people just burst through it. But anyway, it also it brings us back to something that Russ the you two talked about last. Of plywood taped together at the entrance of that tunnel. Well, that yeah, and it, and it said it, well the, the sign the sign that said definitely not the oil fields that probably wasn't too helpful. Either. <laughs> but and that but was Russ, the it, finest it, plywood they could find. Okay, Russ, or sorry, Chubbs. It brings what you said. You said something last week about like how they just can't seem to find a place to stay. 
it made me once again think like, is this not a play? I mean, you don't want to stay necessarily in the oil field, but like around it, maybe like I, yeah. where you could, you know, you could presumably have more of your people there to help defend said oil fields. And since they can't be found to begin with, I mean, I've well, never been around an oil field in the way it smells, but go ahead. I, well, I'm not, I get, I'm not saying and it's on fire. It. You get used to it. When you I do, first I, moved to, yeah, when I first moved to Odessa, Oh my God! I I could barely I felt I was terrible after being there a couple of months and didn't even notice it. As somebody who lived in Luling, Texas for ten years, <clears throat> I can tell you you will get you do get used to it. <laughs> okay. I remember when my folks came one time to visit and we went in town and got something to eat. My mom was like, "What is that smell?" And my dad's like, "That's the smell of money." <laughs> I will say uh... <laughs> those folks in that in this refinery on this show were much cleaner than most people I see coming out of the oil. Like, well, that's been another episode of There Will Be Russ, an oral history of Russ's history growing up. In the I drink your milkshake. <laughs> I drink your milkshake. All right, so we've gotten, what, like 10 minutes into this episode? What else happened? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so Lo- Logan takes the journals and burns them. Um, now, was it... <laughs> Which is like a dick move. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, that didn't have the, the the recipe for cooking the gas, did it? Yes, but he had his buddy who we find out. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes. He knew how, yes. The, the cook. Yeah. That's right. It did have the recipe for blue coat, for blue, um, blue, blue meth. meth. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> that was on page 12. It was exactly. <laughs> was on page 12. <laughs> There's only 11 right. steps to making gas, and then we get to page well, 12. I, and I've never heard refining oil into gas described as cooking. Yeah, I got a very, like, this whole this whole episode, I'm like, this is like a cross between Mad Max and Breaking Bad. <laughs> like, oh yeah, it, it, yeah. I mean, good on them if they did whatever research they <laughs> did, but at the same time, it's like you're using a lot of terminology that seems a little too, I don't know, modern and different than what would make more do seeming not, sense. I do not think that word means what you think. It yes. Means. <laughs> Somehow, I don't think refining gasoline is quite this simple. Um, Aaron Paul's running around calling people bitches all the time. <laughs> that would be awesome. And showing everyone his Netflix contract. Yeah. Yes. I'll be there October in October to watch that for sure. Uh, now, are they removing the lead? Are you asking if it's unleaded? Yeah. I mean, sure. Why not? That's that was that's page eleven. That's the last step. That's the last like, step. Once you what, once the once it comes out of the oven. Here's the step that, to remove the And lens. also where right, they're right. separating out and creating the diesel from the waste of refining the actual gasoline to create the diesel so that they run the truck. Because guess what? Not all vehicles run on one type of gas. Okay, so, Chubbs, like, in the words of Jeff Goldblum, you're speaking Greek to me here, but I just, I'm crestfallen in all of this. I just want to know how we can keep moving on to get the, the right gasoline we need. Well, I have no problem with the dead coming back to life and trying to eat people, but... <laughs> Oh, I have problems with that too, but it's more believable oh, yeah. than how they refine this oil. So then he we burns cut, the books. Yeah, yes, we burns the books. Then we cut back to speaking of uh, Logan's man who knows how to cook um, gas. They come across a roadblock in the road. They're going to go out and move it because they don't have time to go around. And of course, he goes up to these two refrigerators that are laying there, pops the lid, and surprise, it's Sarah and uh, her, her and Dwight both pop out. I actually thought that was pretty clever and pretty cool. Yeah, that was um, good. Uh, I, I really like Mo Collins, so you know, the, the more of her as Sarah we get, I think, is is a good thing. Uh, I like her quips it, and wittiness. 
I would say this episode is actually a pretty good showcase for her in general. It like is. it does. We've yeah. come, we've come a long way from like she and uh, Daryl Mitchell make a lot of quips to yes. like she's you know she's doing her job and trying to protect this group and uh, uh, you know adhere to the kind of philosophy they've tried to establish. It, it works. Yeah. Of course, on The Walking Dead, when obscure characters suddenly become interesting, that's not a good sign. Dun, dun, so. dun. Hmm. Just saying. Yeah. So Sarah and Dwight realized that uh, they could go back because the car that they they would take to go back that even that Logan and his crew would be expecting his people to be in it and not Sarah and Dwight. So of course they take <laughs> off. Uh, we cut back and John picks off a walker um, from really far away with a rifle as a warning. Basically tells him that he can he can go ahead and you know they they should back down. So Logan, of course, grows a pair and says, yeah, I don't think you're going to do that. I, th- I think if you're going to shoot me, you'd have done it and kind of positions himself. I took it as he positioned himself specifically where it would be difficult for John to get a shot off without no. possibly hitting somebody else. I don't think that mattered. I think it was just no. more because they had it all their dumb. guns. It they, had all their, they had all their guns pointed at the kids and stuff. It was like, yeah. you know, well, you gotta. Yeah. Or I took. Well, yeah, but the specific... whole you don't want to blow things up here. Well, it's like he just shot a walker. Well, again, he... again, I don't think it comes down to he's trying to make it difficult for him to shoot him because I mean, who cares at that point? I think it's just more of I don't think you want to start a war essentially. Yeah, or, or I took it as he's purposely walking into a spot to make it easier for John to shoot him because he's that much convinced that he's not going to do it. Perhaps, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, either I, way. I mean, I think it should. I think the accuracy part is negligible here. It's yes. just more of like, are you going to do this? And we're all, are we all going to start shooting at each other? Like, yeah. is that what you want? And it was, he, now John he, used to be a cop, right? Yes. Yes. So he knows how to assess risk in situations like this. Just saying. Theoretically, you're either swatty or not. That's what I say, Joe. That's what that's a model I came up with myself, and uh, <laughs> it, it really applies to a lot of situations. But I. I it was kind of interesting because for a minute there, I thought maybe he might take you know a shot because he was being overly cocky. So I didn't know if it was going to be one of those situations where he'd be in mid sentence and you know John would just like turn him oh, off sure. like a light switch. Is this when he cocks his hat? Yeah, he cocks the hat. Yeah, oh, which is a, I, yeah. that's the, I could just watch that moment over and over. That was awesome. It's very cool. I will say this. I am happy that Logan dies in this episode because of how many times there is a situation where somebody could just shoot him. Because it's like, oh, well, they finally did it, at least. Like, it feels like there's too much. When are we going to get to the fireworks factory if, like, you just keep having him in a position of power, big talking, and nothing actually happens to him? Like, that's boring. Like, okay, you're a villain. I get it. Like, whatever. So, like, the fact that he, he and everyone get shot in the face, it's like, well, they're asking for it. Like, it makes yeah. sense to me. <laughs> Uh, so, so John backs down cause he realizes that he's probably just going to escalate things and nothing's going to have a good outcome if he does that. Um, and, uh, Sarah, this is where Sarah kind of steps up and tells Logan, like she, she tells him she, look, she regrets for the second time. She explained to some, is somebody how she regrets leaving Clayton. Um, and you know, she, she's got to live with that. And you know, she tries to, to kind of talk him into, you know, seeing her side of it and that she does have regret. And didn't mean to do that. And uh, he's not really having any of it. Um, but to prove that he's not just a complete piece of crap, Logan says, uh, I'll offer the, the kids can go and then you can you can stay and you're going to you're going to refine this gas. Um, the kids the, were all secretly high fiving. It's like this Logan's not that bad. We're going to get out of yeah. this fucking oil business here. <laughs> the kids, of course, I don't. thought it was a I thought it was a tactical mistake. 
because I'm just, yes, they're kids, but this is the apocalypse again. You know what people are capable of out there. You let these kids go, you know there's more group. They're just going to go warn them. They're just going to go get help. Well, that I mean, shows he's human. That's that's what that's showing you, Rich. I mean, you, you can't make every logical decision possible. I'm just and saying, in comparison to some other decisions he's made as a character, it just doesn't line up. Well, I mean, given that what we know about him now, as far as the other group that's, like, secretly monitoring him or what have you, like, and the position that he's in, like, he doesn't know that there's fair. a bunch of walkers that are going to walk into that's the thing. Fair. What he knows that's is fair. he has complete control over the situation. That's fair. No, I think, it's, it's, yeah. I think it's very similar to the theory that you put forth, uh, Chubb, when you were saying they were sending, remember they were sending um, <clears throat> uh, uh, Garbage Girl, I can't remember her name, the Garbage Dump Girl. Jada. The Jada. parent show. Jada. Jada's Jadis. Find, Jadis, you, yeah. How to find certain things and to gather things for the helicopter people. Yeah. And you were saying that you knew Logan wasn't the big bad because you thought maybe it was tied to that somehow? Yeah. That's what I was thought. I was thinking of seeing Ginny. You know, it's like that. that's exactly what you said. You're like, you know, Nerdstradamus or something. I just you know? didn't <laughs> think it would end up being. I mean, I'm maybe it'll change over the next, what is there, three episodes left? But Only three episodes left, yeah. <gasps> She oh no! She just just not. Other than the fact that she's surrounded by all of her cowboys, she doesn't intimidate. She there's nothing about her that I find intimidating. I don't know. I just. Well, well I guess the point I missed. I missed to make. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I tried to make earlier was that they're t- they're trying to get a movie with Rick in it in 2020 in theaters, right? Yeah. What if they're laying the seeds now in here and in the main TV show? For your CRM, your helicopter people, and that's what Jenny is part of as well. If you know that I mean? is the case, then then I'll have a different opinion looking back on this episode. Although the dialogue is still terrible, I don't know. It's just a thought. I don't disagree that this is maybe a factor in it. I just think that the Walking Dead movie is going to be more focused on things that happen in the Walking Dead show. And besides, yeah. aside from a few characters, right now we really. We're only speculating at this point. Like, if it changes, it changes. Like, yeah, good, cool. Like, we have some seeds to set up here. But I, it's hard for me to, like... It, it's it's such a... It depends on, like, these franchises, too, where it's like, I can give or take some of these things as far as, well, it's going to make sense down the line. But other ones are, I'm like, oh, I don't care enough to, like, have to be, like, yeah. feel like I'm invested yeah. in because, like, there's helicopters in this show and there's helicopters in another show, so therefore I need to, like, make a one-to-one connection. Uh, it's like... All right, maybe. Like, we'll I think see. Jim is probably right, though. It'll probably be tied more to the main show, but I think that they'll still have hints of it in 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 this, and then also Easter eggs from this into those movies or whatever. It'll be connected, but I don't think that they'll even probably pull people from this series. Well, no, because the series isn't as popular as Walking Dead, so it's like I don't. I think wonder they're... why. <laughs> hey, hey, Russ, is it all connected? Maybe so. Oh, come on, that was a great setup. That never that was, that was good. <laughs> oh, man. They're going to, like, spin a wheel or something. I don't know how that show works anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'll come back and we'll figure it out. <laughs> Once you get that Disney money, yeah. Yeah. When, what, 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 when is it, September? I got I to gotta wait. I got to wait till, uh, till the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Start getting those checks again, right? Yeah, Maleficent, we have to pay them. Now, do they pay you in, in Disney dollars, like you get at the theme parks, or? Yeah, I have like fourteen Pluto bucks right here. That's worth like like twenty bullion or something. I don't know. Like it's but, a weird conversion. Because my sister works for Uber now, and they pay part of her salary in Uber bucks. 
Ah, okay, yeah. So I think Disney is probably going to do the same thing. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, <laughs> what's going on, Russ? What else yes. happened to this episode? Um, <laughs> Uh, so uh, Alicia and Strand are fiercely going after the lady um, on the on the walkie-talkie, and of course they run out of gas and have to start hoofing it. Um, back at the camp, uh, they keep talking about the fire. So that I, I, I'm assuming they're cooking. I, I don't know if it's the oil or some other chemical to heat it up to do some sort of separation or. What have you? I mean, I don't know. How to reform, I, I don't reform, care. Refine no, oil, whatever. whatever. <laughs> they they yeah. kind of assume that everybody watching is an expert in oil refinery and knows what they're talking about. What's hilarious? Yeah, you, is... you all you all took the AMC optional oil refinery test, right? Yes. Yeah, of what, course. What's it's online. I, is... I just know it requires high heat, but other than that, and I think they represented that. So, well, what's what's hilarious is they keep this quote fire going by just throwing gas at it. It's like. <laughs> Like, yeah, I, I, I think you have to have something that actually will burn, like not just gasoline, because I'm pretty sure that gasoline's going to burn real fast. They weren't, they weren't throwing gasoline at it, Russ. That was water. The I fire thought, was the fire. They had to keep it from getting too hot. Oh, so I they, thought they were okay. Oh, that makes much more sense. I thought they that were was, at least that's what I read from it. No, Maybe that was I what I. Said, that's what I figured they were doing it was like where is this i kept thinking it's like is this a bomb like is this thing gonna go off at some point like yeah. because then like even mo or luciana it. says in a in a little bit later you know says it's getting too hot we have to turn it down or cut it out or whatever yeah. we need to stop throwing walkers on top of writing my notes but it just seemed like when they poured that liquid on there it seemed like the fire like like perked up so I thought it just reacted because you put something on the fire. Yeah. I, I think of it necessarily as a look how big it is now. Like it wasn't Tom Hanks. Like you know, I've been fired. Speaking of someone who's at a cookout where someone tried to throw gasoline on a fire, I honestly do not think that was gasoline because it would have backburned onto whoever threw it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Do we have any experts in fires and firefighting on these? <laughs> I don't know. Possibly. I don't know. Usually water would create some steam, so that, <laughs> I didn't see any steam. But Is that Texas heat, Russ? You know <laughs> about that. <laughs> Putting out fire with gasoline. Yes. Uh, anyway, it just seemed odd. But anyway, they, they keep talking about the fire, so I called it Chekhov's fire. Um, so obviously this fire is getting to be a problem, and they keep saying, like, hey, if we don't do something about this, like, it's, it's you know, not, the smoke is going to also cause more walkers to, to come in. Um and certainly if it if it ends up uh, exploding or getting out of control, then that, that's definitely going to bring them in. Um, and, of course, there's uh, we start to get this, this horde coming in, and uh, John tries to keep them off by, you know, uh, picking them off Shoot, one at a time. Shooting them real good. Shooting them <laughs> real good, day or night. This is um, I didn't have time to write one, but let's just let's just assume that I, I said a joke about Billy Joel's weed and start the fire and all the zombies were singing it and just assume it was hilarious. Let's go with that. Sure. Uh, OK. You're asking us to assume quite a bit. So I'm yeah. sorry. I just it would have been great. I just couldn't. I mean, <laughs> there's so much to write. There's a difference between uh, pointing out the opportunity for a joke and actually com- actually committing and having a joke. So. I can only stretch myself so far for this joke. I understand. I understand. It's a long song. It makes it makes sense. But things are starting to get out of control cuz the again the zombies are in there and <clears throat> Logan's crew are basically like, "Yeah, screw this. I'm 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 out." And uh so everybody gets separated, Logan gets separated, and Sarah decides that she's going to go save him. Um and there's kind of a you know, thick smoke everywhere. 
um, and things are getting getting kind of crazy. Um, so Sarah ends up finding uh, Logan in that. I guess it's, it's some sort of structure, a house or whatever. Um, and they kind of have a bit of a talk and I think she's just trying to prove like, look, I'm, I'm not the person I was when I left Clayton. And again, she just kind of talks about how, you know, much of a mistake it was and that they're trying to do something good and that they have the, you know, that, that they have the ability to, to do something, to do something right. Um, one of the things I I forgot to mention is, is before things go really, really bad, um, Logan mentions kind of almost under his breath that they have a contract. He says, we have a contract. Um, right before everybody, all his, like, his cohorts decide they're, you know, they, they're going to just throw down and, and get out of there because things are getting out of control. <clears throat> but Sarah's trying to convince Logan, and Logan's just not having of it. L- Logan is just like, you know, no, that basically when he couldn't save that lady, that, 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 that was kind of it for him. Um, yeah, it's it's a lot to rest this. This, this is what kept bugging me about this. This is what, like this is what really got me because I'm like, we have this arch villain here, and it's giving me a lot of him. So I'm thinking he's going to die this episode. That's where my head's at. And I'm like, but like this is the motivation we're going off of. Like some rando that he didn't know just died. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I'm just I can't. Great writing. We, we've done a lot of like stuff. With, and we we taught you Matt Russ. We we talked all over the the whole. Jim, you mentioned like the uh, and uh, Rich, you mentioned this the daylight to night to daylight again yeah. sequence. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, like how is there time passing or like and how many bullets do we have? Is is Eugene making things and shipping them over to John now? Like I don't know what's going on anymore as far as the bullets are concerned. Uh, but it's just like in addition to all that, the main arc I'm supposed to be watching is Frewers this week. I'm supposed to be watching Logan, and it's like this is it. Like you're you've been hired by some random person after like. Some guy, some woman you did not know died, and what? And how and how like, many episodes have they been like? Have, have they had him in the show this season? Like, I don't want to evoke Saint Carl if I don't have to, but dude lost his mother while giving birth to her, like his baby sister, and fending off zombies. And T Dog died outside when he was trying to save all those kids with the van. So, like, dude, that kid had a rough day. Like, <laughs> I, and he was fine for after, after you know some, some therapy. <laughs> like, so I think Logan, a grown ass man, could probably get over this. The sixth yeah. year of the zombie apocalypse he had to suffer through. Unfortunately, being an adult, he does not qualify for the Carl scale. That's yeah, no. Yeah. He would not even, I don't even think he'd rate a Carl. No, no he's, 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 he's in rank a quarter Carl, as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Yeah, especially with the slave backstory. Yeah. Like, dude, a quarter Carl? Come on. Yeah. My cat is at least a quarter Carl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your, cat, your, 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 cat's cat's at least, your cat's at least a half a Carl. Come oh, on, thank you. Because cats Rich, are awesome. That's a nice thing to say. Thank you, sir. Anyway. So, yeah, I agree. I agree with what Aaron is saying. It's like you had this guy. You had Matt Furr around for all these episodes. And you're like, he's on the periphery, on the periphery. And then you're going to jam his all his backstory and his deaths all into one episode. And say, nope, he's not. We're, he's gone. We're bringing in this, this broad over here with the horseback riders. You know? Now, I know, it's, I, I know what some listeners are going to say, but Aaron, you didn't want to see Logan get, like, a bearded Logan se- sequence where he has two episodes to really flesh out who he is as a person. No, I don't want to see that either. I just want to see better writing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He walks, he walks, and the governor's walking the other way. <laughs> well, hey, I did. Unlike you, I didn't mind that governor, those two episodes. I just, The only thing I had was I wish it was one episode. Sarah, no, but. That was not one of my favorite sequences. I don't know. I I liked the governor a lot more than most of you did. I yeah. Think, but yeah. 
fair. Yeah. I think I got ruined. I, I think I said this when we covered it. I got ruined on the, the book governor because I kept hoping they would cast Danny Trejo. Oh, yeah. We all Look, did. Just, I, mean, oh, I know, I know. Yeah. But then when they didn't, I was very disappointed. So as, as Sarah and Logan are kind of in the, in the middle of it, uh, they're hearing over the radio that, that, uh, that she's starting to get in trouble. This lady's starting to get in trouble and, and strand and Alicia are just not quite there yet. And, uh, when she says that she's over off of mile marker 65, Logan just kind of has this moment of like, Oh my God, like I know exactly where you are and I know exactly what's going on. And he asked her like, is there a, is there a ad for, what was it? A, not shampoo, like baby shampoo or something like that. Sunscreen. Sunscreen, yeah. Sunscreen, yeah. On the wall, and she's like, yeah. And then he tells her where there's a gun, a revolver, and she finds it. Uh, she picks it up. The walkers are about to bust through the door of this place, and she's like, oh, there's only one bullet. And he's like, yep. <laughs> um, and so it's... And? Yes. <laughs> so obviously it's clearly meant for her, and, you know, she's trying to hold out. She's trying to hold out. Um, she puts the gun to her head um, and she's, you know, struggling with, with wanting to pull the trigger. And just then you hear one shot through the radio and then you hear a bunch of other shots. And then we cut back and Wesley showed up. He heard what was going on the radio, decided he'd, he'd kind of pay it forward and help her out. And he's able to rescue her. And that's the moment that I think, you know, I guess we're supposed to believe that Logan realizes like, ah, you, you know, Sarah, you're right that, you know, we, you can make a difference and people can, you know, do good and, and all of that. And he w- walks outside. And of course, at this point, like, you know, everything's kind of getting cleared up at this point. The, 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 the walkers have been contained or whatever. And Logan just tells them to all stand down, put their guns down. Uh, everybody stands, stand down. Um, and just as that happens, uh, all of a sudden they're all, all of Logan and his people are just unceremoniously shot in the head one by one taken down. Now I thought this was pretty bold and pretty jarring. Like I, I was not expecting this to happen. I mean, obviously we saw the Western people at the beginning. I, I I knew that was going to pay off. I didn't necessarily think that it was going to pay off in this episode. Um, Just knowing that there were three episodes left, but I was like, I was like, Holy crap. Like that just happened. It was jarring, but it was also disappointing because there went Matt. It, it was jarring as far as this action took place for sure, and also look, look, they're crack shots and are very good at discerning who's who and what happened. Good thing they paid extra of important attention to who's everybody is and their backstories um, or whatnot. Uh, <laughs> I want the, I want these guys on my Call of Duty crew if I ever play it again because they're scoring headshots left and right. It's hilarious. Yeah, they're dead. Yeah, so they, <laughs> yeah, take them all out, and then, of course, they don't take out any of, uh, and you know, any of our, you know, our our people that we know. Um, and then there's just this whole big thing where she just tells them that you know she thinks she can strike a deal, and they she feels like they're useful, and Logan and his people were obviously not useful, and that she would keep them around, and basically that they're trying to do something on a large scale and she's, she was pretty cryptic about like what it is her people are about what they're doing. Is it one settlement? She almost made it sound like they're 
almost somewhat nomadic, but but like a big group of them, but not quite as nomadic as as the uh, as the baseball field people. Um, the 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 Furies. Yeah, <laughs> the baseball Furies. Yeah. Yeah. Which be, what am I thinking of? The which baseball field people? The when they were at the at the Dell Diamond. The when they were holding. Oh, up. the bed, the base, yeah, the stadium. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 completely. Sorry, that was the old Fear of the Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, yes, it was. There's a pre Madison and post Madison. Yeah, yeah, that was that, oh, yeah. was that was that was PMFTWD. <laughs> yes, <laughs> barely, but yes. Um, and and so she she's wanting to strike a deal and have them basically produce all this gasoline and supply it to them on a large scale, and then they would be allowed to live and set the stage for like well you could defy us and even if you made it out of here alive which you probably wouldn't uh we have people everywhere and we've been watching and she starts calling everybody by name like she calls she knows exactly who june is she knows exactly who um who luciana like she knows who all these people are which was i'm sure kind of creeped them out a bit too that she's been you know, they've been listening on the radio and been able to figure out who's who. And, and obviously they put a movie out of them. A lot of it came from the movie. True, true. Um, like Dwight and his wife. And just it's just Gordon good marketing. That, yeah. It's good marketing. Yeah. Yeah. But obviously they've been, I mean, they paid attention. They've been paying attention. Let's put it that oh, way. Oh, yeah. Um, and so Luciana basically agrees to stay behind, that she would cook the gas and she could let the rest of them leave. She would stay and uh, let them take a tanker full of gas and let them go. And Ginny agrees to that. Um, and because initially Sarah told her she could take her offer and stick it up her poop shoot, which I thought was, was pretty funny. Exact dialogue, too. That's, yes. That's, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I see. Yes. So I, I don't know. I, I I didn't buy the whole Lucy like oh I'll stay like it just I don't I, I don't know. But that's basically how the episode ends. Is uh, the crew... it's the kind of thing that feels like the the actress probably knows enough about the character that that makes sense. But the show has not done enough to like keep her involved in it to get me understanding her state of mind to be like yeah that makes the most sense. Yeah, the one thing so I I'm like yeah. I'm sorry. The other thing I forgot to mention is when everything was going chaotic, the kids were able to go get the rabbi and the rabbi shows up uh, with with people and, and are able to, to kind of get them out of the jam. They're able to to they're the extra manpower, um, people power that that they need to fight back the horde that's come to the camp and get the fire out. So that's how everything kind of got got settled back down. Um. But yeah, so they, they, you know, basically that's how it ends. Lucy stays behind. She's gonna, she's gonna cook. She's the new Jesse Pinkman. She's gonna cook for them, and uh, and uh, the rest of them to get away. So it, it kind of sets up something interesting. I thought it was, uh, you know, I, I think one of the things we talked about with this season was not having like the big bad. And I guess it's kind of interesting to kind of have this. You know, we thought maybe it was gonna be Logan and his people, and it really wasn't. The first, you know, the first half of the season, it was more like, you know, uh, you know, the crew against nature kind of thing, as opposed to like a big bad. And I thought it was kind of interesting that we're getting introduced kind of late in the season like this to what essentially is going to be a, a new threat. And so I'm curious to see if this is going to be a continuing thing. It, it almost seems like it because they're setting this crew, these Westerners, to be um, 
to be a pretty big group of people. Like, it's not just like, hey, it's not just five people here. It's like 30 people here, 30 people here, 30 people here. We're all spread out. We all talk to each other. We all know what's going on. I find it interesting that if they're communicating with each other, if they're such disparate groups, like nobody's heard them on the radio, like nobody's heard them communicate over a radio. Um, so that's interesting. I mean, we got three episodes left. And we, we've inserted a new, you know, main villain or maybe another sub-villain of whoever the ultimate... Vi- I assume it's all Thanos, so what, or Galactus. Thanos is dead. Uh, so it's like... <laughs> what, 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 <laughs> sorry, Jerry. <laughs> I ruined Damn it. Time. Um, Spoiler well, for the highest grossing movie of all time. Yeah. Well, um, person on the planet who never saw it. Yeah, it's... We, we've, <laughs> we have a whole new villain... We have, I guess, three episodes to kind of delve into that to some degree. And where I'm saying villain, I guess I should say it in quotes because I don't know. I mean, she shot people in the face, but they were villains also. So what am I supposed to think anymore? Why is this world crazy? Ah, but I mean, we're at a new point, a new status quo. That's that's a move to make, I guess. I just I like Rich is saying the the story hasn't been you know exactly tip top this season. So I'm very curious how they're going to you know wrap us around another you know, person series of figures that we have to kind of be involved with in relation to the key characters we already have. Like, we'll see, I guess. But the gang's all here. Like, everybody showed up and whatnot, so, like, that's fun. Yeah. My that's guess true. is Colby Minfie's quotes are cheaper than uh, Matt Frewer. So, Gimple saved money. It is AMC. That is true. I also wonder is um, um, uh, is Danae Garcia is is she asking to leave the show? Or are they wanting? Because it just seems what like this, is, this seems mean... like the beginning of the end of her storyline. Luciana. Yeah, I know. I I don't know. But like, uh, but like the point Aaron made, they really haven't done a whole lot to advance their character as much as they have some of the other characters. So yeah. true. I mean, yeah. it just might be. It might. I mean, given that she's volunteered to do something, it might be a way to lean into something that she does in the coming weeks or something, as far as telling a story involving her. But I, I don't well, know. Now she probably, yeah. now she does have something to do. She makes have, gas. There's so many jokes you can make right there. Yes. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna actually, do whatever I did. So, say say there was a spot there there could be a joke, but there isn't. I actually had about ten flood into my head at once and felt they were all just bad. So, and wow. if I thought they were bad. So. Yeah, sure they smelled great. <laughs> so, anywho, it's been hard to kind of write this Billy Joel joke, so I'm not going to attempt it. But I mean, the na- the names are helping, you know. Morgan Jones, Alicia Clark, Victor Strand, Luciana. Like it's 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 there. <laughs> like, Daniel Salazar. All right. Keep trying, buddy. Keep trying. <laughs> Um, okay, so that was the episode. Um, before we get into our thoughts and our busters, uh, I'll just do a quick message from our sponsor, DCVService.com. It is the beginning of September, uh, so new oh, solicits yeah. are out. So if you go to DCVService.com, you can um, take a look at what they have up for pre-order um, for September. Uh, lots of good stuff, lots of great deals and discounts. Um, there is a sale over on their sister, st- sister site, InStockTrades.com, 
Um, they've got some select image titles up to 70% off. So, Woo-hoo. yeah, there's some good image stuff. And as well as Marvel titles, select Marvel titles up to 70% off. So It's all, it's all the feet that Rob Liefeld left behind when he left the company. Yes, you get that discount. <laughs> and DC yeah. as well. So lots of cool stuff up to 70% off over at uh at instocktrades.com. So if there, like I said, if there's some stuff you want to, uh, been getting caught up, wanting to get caught up on, take a peek there. Of course you can catch up on all of the walking dead, uh, trades and hardcovers and omnibuy and compendiums and all that good stuff over at, uh, instocktrades.com as well. So, and they have the art of Miller world hardcover for 1599. Hey, hey. Yeah. And they are, they're all uh, pre-ordered uh, hard, or, I'm sorry, hardcover and trade paperback for Marvel and DC are 50% off at DCB service. So, I mean, that's cheaper than Amazon, people. And this is actual small business that you can support in an easy way. I'm looking at so many cool uh, gifts here. Uh, for for, Hall- for you know, Halloween is coming. Uh, all the gift-giving uh, holidays in, in uh, you know later in the year are coming up. You might want to get that shopping done now. You know. And, of course... At the same time, treat yourself because that's what we do. You deserve it. And you're saving so much money for what you would have spent before. You can get something for yourself and a gift for your loved one and still come out ahead. So I'm not even lying, man. Check out, the, check out their set. I'm looking at, at um, action figures right now, all 35, 25% off, 45% off for some of them. Um, some really cool uh, uh, Halloween-style T-shirts from A Nightmare Before Christmas that could be worn easily at Nightmare at uh, Halloween or at Christmas. So, yeah. um, a lot of cool, cool gift ideas here for the geek in your life. So, check them out. DCBService.com. Indeed. I, I saw something on here the other day. I wanted to get from DCB Service um, for for a friend of mine for Christmas. It's the uh, the Panther Claw necklace. Huh? From Black Panther, just you know the claws. Yes, yes. That spawn the suit or whatever, and uh, yeah, I'm definitely getting that as a gift for a friend of mine. So that's cool. like I said, a lot, of, a lot, of, and I got that idea from being on DCB Service and just shopping around. So do that. Plenty there to choose from. Cool. So what do we think this week, uh, Rich? Since we, I pretty much know what yours is going to be. Why don't you go first and let's let's hit, let's have it. <laughs> um. Well, it, it was an episode. <laughs> I mean, I, I've already given a whole lot of my critique on it, but I mean, there's just so many things like there were, uh, let me talk about the few things that I thought were really cool in it. First of all, the, the Walker powered machinery was kind of cool. You know, it's kind of like the Flintstones. I kept waiting for a Walker to break the fourth wall and just be like, yeah, it's a living. Um, but, uh, that was cool. Um, some some things like uh, the Dylan Hunt, uh, John doing the sniping and stuff. I don't know. I just when he cocked his hat and ducked her down. I, I don't. Know, I just thought that was pretty badass. Um, but of course, I was very disappointed. You know, in Matt Frewer going, I'm fine in a character being killed off, but when the character was when the actor was so wasted in what he could have done with the character to for stupid plot lines, I was. It's it's just upsetting. Um, the editing I thought was terrible, especially how it's you know daylight zombies start falling off the cliff, then it's night, they're killing the zombies, then it's day, and they're finishing killing the zombies and cleaning up. I I don't know, just just too much. Um, 
and I don't know, uh, just everything like Wes. He's listening. He was listening in on the radio. He knew that Alicia and Strand couldn't get to that girl in time, so he headed there. But when she's about to pull the trigger, about to put a bullet in the brain pan, he doesn't say, hey, hold on, I'm almost there, or nothing. He just waits to have this dramatic shot thing. And that's another thing, too. Who consciously remembers to keep the mic open on the walkie-talkie or the CB while they're being eaten by zombies or they're about yeah, to that, put a bullet that, in Yeah, that did bug me as well. I, I just, I, I mean, I get it for the storytelling aspect of it, but it's just illogical and stupid. It's when uh, rigor mortis, like, sets in right away, you know. Yeah, okay. Wait, I want all my loved ones and friends to hear this. <laughs> it's like in Monty Python did this, you know, he wrote, ah, as he was dying. Um, whoever is doing Dwight's scar... They either need to let his hair grow back or they need to fire that person and get someone better because, like, it was very, very poorly done. Especially, like, when the refrigerator scene happened and he – it just – it looked like somebody used, like, some Elmer's glue and pasted a piece of vinyl on with some blood. It just – it looked stupid. Um, And it's been that way pretty much since – the haircut, but this episode, it just got worse. But that's nitpicky stuff. It's just there's not a lot of story here. Um, what story there is is just dumb. I do not like this new group thing. The whole cowboys on the horses and all that stuff, that kind of is interesting. Um, but then, and she seemed, Jenny uh, seemed interesting in the flashback with Frewer uh, on the road and everything. I was actually, oh. Because I like that actress and the few things I've seen her in, but man, when she they introduce her at the end, it's just it's oh, it's such a schlock. It's just terrible. Um, no surprise here. I I don't want to give it any Tobies, but I'm going to give it one just for the Dylan Hunt of it all. I don't think we allow negative Tobies. <laughs> no negative Tobies. It's just it. It's. I'm just very disappointed in this series, especially after how pumped up they got me after last season. This season is just, uh, especially the back half. Aaron, I mean, I'm not as negative on this one. I mean, I I, I can't give it three Tobies, so I guess I'll go two and a half Tobies because I do think like stuff happened in this episode. I mean. I'm not going to say it's the best in terms of writing, but there is a lot of, like, plot being gone through here. And it's like, well, you're taking some big swings. I wish you had a sense of editing. I I, I agree there as far, I mean, we talked about the day-to-night stuff, but just in general, there's a kind of mishmash of where people are, and I really have to, like, do a lot of, it seems like I'm doing too much work to have to keep up with some of the elements of what where where everybody is all the time. Um, and in that regard, it's like, okay. And then the Logan stuff, it's like, okay, Matt Fuhrer on one hand gets to chew a lot of scenery, but on the other hand, the scenery he's chewing is stale. So it's like, okay, how do I reconcile this? But you got some, like, stuff with, like, you know, z- zombies as tools for oil refinery, which, you know, one of our, obviously one of all of our life dreams to accomplish. Um, little details here and there that stick out, introducing new groups that are not, like, immediately disposable but more like okay that's intriguing i want to know where this goes having like rabbi show up and start kicking some ass as well as john and everybody like that stuff like works for me as far as seeing the team 
aspect of this we've had a lot of episodes of like everybody here everybody is on their own and now it's like here's an here's you know here's an avengers episode of fear the walking dead everybody gets together and fights people at the oil show so it's like all right i'm taking a lot of this um i am watching it i find it watchable it's not quite a good episode though so i'm at two and a half toby's jim there was an episode of the old twilight zone show called seven characters in search of a story I kind of feel that way about this show. They have good characters kind of searching for a good story to be in. So I'm going to give it 2.5 for half half uh, of, a, of a good show of the characters and taking off 2.5 for the story and the plot hole. Not, I'm not going to say plot holes. The inconsistencies there you go. In, in the show. Yeah. Um, normally, normally, I mean, artfully done wouldn't bother me, but they really draw the attention to themselves and take you out of the uh, experience of watching it. At least they do for me, anyway. Um, this show has really had its ups and downs, obviously, in the past season, even. And this is definitely, for me, one of the downs. So. Well, I will give it three. Uh, I, oh, look I, at I this guy over here. Pollyanna. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't dislike it as much. I think part of it for me was, I think the shock ending was... I think I think that for me was a good enough surprise. Like I was I was happy to be surprised, uh, and and to see something brutal because we've kind of talked on the show that it's a little different from the main show in that it doesn't always have like the like the big uh, heavy hitting death. And so this was kind of a shocking way to end you know episode thirteen, which I wasn't really expecting. So I give it I give it a little kudos for there. I I kind of dig the Mad Max vibe off of it. Uh, as ridiculous as it is that these people have with without any uh, chemistry experience are uh, refining gasoline, but well, hey, they built an air. The other people didn't have any aeronautic experience. They built an airplane <laughs> and made it fly. So yeah, why not? It, right, Jim, dream. if you can build one, if you can build one out of wood or a paper, you can build one out of metal. It doesn't you know take what? that. I, I would like everyone to uh, everything when I see a walker fly. I would uh, I, w- I would like uh, everyone to jump on my GoFundMe. I'm going to build my own uh, spaceship. Jim, I mean, well, I'm in. The, I don't, the, I don't, I don't the, know anything the, about it. Work for it, Bezos, I, right? And work the, for the Wright brothers. They just stepped outside, knocked down a tree, and thought, "What if we could do this?" And three hours later, they were up in the air. True story. How did like it what? Happens, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I make enough money on the Kickstarter that I just hire the people to do all the actual work. That's right. Just take credit. Anyway. Uh, but I mean, I'm going to go work off the principle of the Fear of the Walking Dead. I mean, if they can build, you know, they can refine oil and uh, you know build an airplane that works. And man, I can build a rocket ship sure. in my backyard easily, easily. But who cares what we think? I don't know. Right. Hopefully, somebody was listening because if they didn't care what we thought. They wouldn't listen to the show. But wait, we actually got some Toby ratings this week. Uh, Walking Dead TV podcast is the name of the group on Facebook. Uh, that would be your Facebook.com slash group slash WDTV podcast slash. Don't forget that last slash, everybody, because, you know, that's where they get you. Uh, Dre Irvin wrote in, I skipped fear to go watch It Chapter 2 at my local drive-in. I'm sorry. I'll be watching this episode today. I am shocked at the lack of Toby ratings for fear anymore, uh, myself included sometimes. Uh, hell, even if you hated it, tell us how you feel. I guess we're all just more excited for the original show to return. Uh, to which Yuki Yoshi Sawada replied, Not me, I love this show. I just have been busy with school and finding a place to live. Kenpai. He's always so positive. He is. He's a, he's a fresh air. 
Uh, Belinda Ake, uh, quit watching two years ago. Stopped Walking Dead last year. I missed the show. To which Aaron, our own erudite Aaron Newworth, replied, Oh, and both only got better. Which is generally true. From where they were. When, yeah. given, given, when she's, <laughs> given when she says she stopped watching, yes. Okay. Mark Richards, 2.75 out of 5 smoke-filled quarries. Half expected to end up full, like the uh, one back in the main Walking Dead. Uh, can't believe they finally turned Logan's views around, only to be shot in the head. What a letdown. Now it looks like we're going to have a female Negan. And, fi- and finally, uh, Kevin Barry, three oil fires out of five. Not my favorite episode, but I am happy we're moving on from Logan because I do not think they wrote his character well. I did like the action sequence, and I am happy that the story is moving on to the uh, open the world up more to this mysterious horse group. I like that name for them, the mysterious horse group. Yeah, MHG. Yeah, MHG. So we have helicopter group. Now we have horse group. The helicopter Rock people, group. Rich. Let's get. Let's get. Oh, let's, okay. Let's not go off the deep oh, end here, okay? Kevin Kevin Barry, who's uh, who's who uh, review I'm right I'm reading right now, thinks they will be affiliated with the helicopter people. Oh, that's a theory. Could happen. Not every tie-in show has to be the Agents of Shield. Yeah. Anywho, if you would like to. Uh, I forgot that was a show, and I was like, wait, what happened yeah. on that show? Yeah, exactly. You made my point for me. Thank you. The last two uh, seasons <laughs> of S.H.I.E.L.D. have been good. Yeah. Say. Okay. Thanks, Twitter. <laughs> uh, anyway, I want to think you gave me, like, a dirty look when I said that. <laughs> no, it's fair. I, I've just really enjoyed the last two seasons. So. I know. I, I've heard that lots. I, yeah. So, anyway... If you would like to uh, give us your Toby ratings or Buster ratings as the new show returns in three weeks or four weeks, four weeks, uh, then by all means, join the Walking Dead TV podcast Facebook group. Not only that, you can check out links, links to what you might say. Well, there are links uh, to uh, you know teaser trailers for Walking Dead Season 10, as I mentioned. Um, got some uh, you know news, memes, all kinds of fun stuff. So hop over there, check it out, join us. Thanks. Uh, that ra- I guess that wraps up this episode. Did uh, Russ have to leave? No, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, okay. Good. I'm letting it play out. Asking in the cool. glory of all this. Yeah, no yes. doubt. Of, of right. one of our best episodes. <laughs> Another job well done. Yes, yes. I just uh, flipped over my scarf and clapped my hands. A good cast in, deserves another mention. Yes. So where can everybody find all of us on the web? Jim, where can people find you? Well, I'm hiding right now from the universe and all of its glory, so you really can't find me. No, I'm kidding. Follow me on Twitter at Yoda Jones. You can catch uh, our D&D podcast at Old Magic Gaming, both on iTunes and on the SoundClouds. Uh, you can uh, check out Nothing's On every week with Mr. Daryl Taylor, who was kind of on this call but not heard from, uh, and a professional comedian. He's the funny one. Donnie Salvo as we uh, talk about the week's news in entertainment, TV, and movies, and whatnot. Uh, plus, we are what we've been watching. I had a little review of The Kitchen on the last episode, so that was cool. Also, I, we talked about a show called um, Dropping Cash, I think it's called, where basically they just follow uh, rappers around uh, as they spend money. It's kind of like MTV Cribs, but for money. Sure. 
Anyway, check that out. Nothing's on at thetailornetworkpodcast.com. Uh, yeah, that's about all I have to talk about right now. Cool. Rich? Uh, pretty much just uh, on the socials at chubtoad01. Mr. Newarth. You can find me in a variety of places. I host my own podcast with my friend Abe. It's called Out Now with Aaron and Abe. We talk about the weekly movie releases. Uh, we just talked about It Chapter 2. That should be dropping this week, which is a lot of fun to do. And uh, we have plenty of other fun shows coming up. And I write about movies and TV uh, at weeklyofentertainment.com. I'm currently covering Preacher, which also has three more episodes left. Um, what are the odds? They all both at the end at the same time. It's and, almost uh, like they planned it that way. Exactly. Um, and I do plenty of other stuff that you can find on my blog, thecodezeek.com, and I'm on Twitter at Aaron's PS4. And you can tune into HHWLOD right here for me, um, and of course on the Taylor Network of Podcasts, listening to Gotham by Geeks, which is a lot of fun, where me and Mr. Taylor discuss the Batman and all the Batman stuff. Heard of them. Um, and that's why I'm, I'm, so, not, I'm not familiar. Not familiar with the Batman. The Batman. No. The Bat Dash Man. Does he have a big baseball bat? Is that why they call him that? You have to listen. Yeah, to he's one of the baseball theories. He was the tallest of them. Oh right. I can't tell you here. You won't listen to the show if you know what it is. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, we will be back next week, whether you like it or not, uh, to discuss <laughs> episode fourteen. <laughs> Uh, of the podcast mind. that dares to antagonize its audience. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we dare you to listen. Um, so anyway, thanks. Thanks again, everybody. Uh, and so until there's no more room in hell and the dead walk the earth. Remember, we didn't start the fire. It was always burning since the world's been turning. We didn't start the fire. No, we didn't light it, but we tried to fight it. It'd be awesome if you just kept going and I just like <laughs> I just, just trail it off. Joseph Stalin, Malenkov, Nasseran, Profilfeller, Campanella, Community. Okay. <laughs> Good night, folks. <laughs> All right. Beautiful.